this was rad. I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision! I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. Where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s. Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! All right, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America Built the Wall. (laughs) (laughs) There has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, so, um... What happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. (laughs) I'm going to start this again and you're going to edit this out. All right. This is the podcast. We're back again. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to start it. Frustrating non-start that nobody else heard. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the deaf uh, and disgruntled Paul. Um, I'm just Greg. You know, same same as it ever was. Greg, you gotta... Can't you just be cool, man? Just... I can't, I can't... You know what? I can't be cool. I can't be cool, Paul. Do you know why I can't be cool? No, why? Because I don't own a sick, cool car. It, it does seem like a requirement, especially in the 80s, to own just a sick. Are you getting at something with that with that hint? Uh, well, I, I, I just want to say between the two of us, one has a really cool car and the other drives a <laughs> Honda CRV, which might be the most uncool car on the planet. Oh, stop. I love the Honda CRV. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I was in a high speed auto collision on the California freeway. I walked away with no problems. Honda CRVs for life for this guy. I absolutely no complaints. I I I, I won't uh, I won't say who someone I know very very close survived a very devastating car crash in a Toyota Corolla. Walked away without a scratch. Um. So great cars are out there. However, what my car did not do uh, was uh, possess said driver mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. let them go on a murder spree right a la our yeah. movie this week stephen king's christie um wow this uh, it is a it is a movie greg what do you remember about christie so it dawned on me while watching this film i only ever saw this movie on television because <laughs> there were large chunks that curses. i was like oh and like scenes that had just been not even cut for content, just cut for time. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> sure. whoa. Uh, so what do I remember? Uh, I hate to step on your toes here, but I'm probably going to remember a lot of the same things you did. Uh, very cool special effects involving the car. You know, uh, yeah. like, when it, like when it when it heals itself. Uh, the car on fire driving down the street. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God, that's, that's amazing. Um, I remembered... At the weirdly, I don't know why I remember this. The uh, Harry Dean Stanton and the two main 
people who are alive at the end looking yeah, looking yeah. at the cube and uh and uh, uh Dennis goes you know a real hero would have saved Arnie like I just I I don't know why I remember that scene and I and I remember the initial talking um to what is it LeBay buying the car when he's when he's talking to oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to Arnie though that's kind of it the the rest of it um Kind of a blur. Uh, like, for instance, I forgot how this movie started. I totally, yeah. totally forgot. How about you? I'm curious what you've remembered from this film. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to, if you allow me to want to go on a walk just for a, a, a minute. I will not, but I will allow you to go on a leisurely drive. Uh, perfect. I love that. All right. All right. Excellent. Um, okay. Let me buckle up here. Hold on. All right. Let's go. Now, I know for a fact that you, as much as myself, are a huge Stephen King novel fan. Guilty as charged. Love his work. Okay. I've read probably, and, and I, I would not be shocked if you've read everything he's ever put pen to paper. Uh, I've probably read close to 70, 80% of it. I mean, I've read a lot. Christine was the first, the first book I ever read by Stephen King. Oh, okay. Um, Very cool. I was, I was eight or nine years old. I was always like reading like, comic books and little novellas and things like that stall stuff and my father i remember my father just walked over and goes you need to read a man's book threw christine on the table and said read this just because it was thick right yeah it was just it was a thick book it's it it, it, it is quite and, long from what i remember and and i, I it's I, 30 years later still one of my favorite writers absolutely i've read every i've read his on writing book about writing i've read all this stuff. So when it leads me to the movie Christine, um, I love you know. As a kid, I remember watching this movie. I remember when he gets Christine and how infatuated he is. I remember, I remember odd little things like I remember when he gets angry at his parents and then threatens to choke slam his father, um, which I'm sure we'll get into. Yes, uh, death to Moochie, not Smoochie. No, nope. death to Moochie. Yes, that is like in my <laughs> brain because. Of the way it happens, like all that stuff, and then and then the final battle and all that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I watched this movie a lot as a kid, and 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 to be fair, it I probably haven't seen it in 15, 20 years. It's it's one of those things that watched as a kid, watched a little bit in my teen years, and then it faded away. So it's really cool to. I'm glad we picked this one to kind of go back on. Yeah, so I'm. That's I'm, what I remember. I am also there with you in terms of. I don't think I've seen this since since the 90s sometime yeah yeah easily yeah yeah, yeah. i would say late 90s and, and more than likely just like you probably on tnt or or usa yeah. up all night or something like well, that. it was it was always i mean we 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 talk about this constantly but like it it always was sort of a it's like fish in a barrel oh we're a tv station it's october we need movies we'll just go to the Stephen King bucket and just like pick one out. doesn't matter what it is and just throw it on. And it's like, okay, yeah. what do we got today? We got, uh, oh, Cujo. Uh-huh. Well, all right, this one's going out, you know, and then, and then, yeah, you yeah. know, the next year it's, oh, what do we got? What do we got? We got a, a fire starter. Okay. You know. uh, it could, it could have been anything. In fact, at this point, if you had to, could you do 31 Stephen King movies, a, one a day in October? I bet you could easily do that. Uh, easily. I, I mean, give me a give me a little time. I'm sure I could. Yeah, easily. I bet. I bet we could also say TV movies don't count, and I bet we could still 
we could still select films we wanted to, like we would have leftovers. I, I okay, you're taking away two nights right there with the stand and um, and the so original it, which was also oh, a the TV movie. It was also a, and, that's right. It was yeah, a TV. He 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 loved those. He had the Tommy Knockers. You had it. You had the stand. You had Storm of the Century. You had, um, I think he did something called Rose Red. He just, he, he did a lot of TV stuff. Well, I mean, for, for it, for it and The Stand especially, those are two of his longest books. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. uh, Right? So making them into TV movies just, I think, made more sense to get more screen time. They weren't doing Marvel three-hour movies back then. It was 90 minutes, maybe two hours, which, by the way, we should point out, Christine, is an, an hour and 50 minutes. It's... It's not a short film. No, it's not. It felt it felt like thirty minutes, and we'll definitely get into why. But I, I, I'm ready. You ready, Greg? Let's dive into it. Sonny, you ever owned a car before? Yeah, you own some Mustang. No, I just got my license. Name's George Lubey. Honey Cunningham. What are you asking? Start her up. Really? Her name's Christine. I like that. All right. And um, it starts out with... Um, it starts out with... Uh, is it? Does oh, it start right off with bad, George Thorogood's Bad, bad to the, the Bone? bone. Right? Can Which we... was in everything I was gonna in say, the 80s. That was shorthand for this guy... Is it, watch out! This is this. You got it. You got a bad mofo coming up right here. <laughs> it, it, as I'm listening to the song, I'm like, I love this song. Where have I? Oh, I've heard it everywhere. The <laughs> big one. The big one that I remember movie. was Terminator Two. It was it was used in in T two. Oh, sure, sure. That was that yeah. was the one I remember. Like well, the the probably the, the biggest effect and stuff. But like, well, oh, I rem- yeah. So I always associate. I mean, more George Thurgood in general because of The Wanderers. I love that movie. Oh, we should do this bonkers. But anyway, so it starts out with George Thurgood, and then it just starts putting names on the screen. I tell you one thing I definitely forgot about this movie. I totally forgot John Carpenter was the brainchild of putting this to film. And I, I'll be honest, because I've been, I've been hit or miss with the John Carpenters. I was, I was like, ooh, there's stuff in here I don't remember that I'm not going to like. As soon as I saw his name, but what I did notice is he also once again was associated with the music. Yeah, and it's like, is this guy like, dude? You got the camera thing down. What's no. also with the music? He loves doing his music, and and frankly, he's written some really great themes. Halloween being being the big one, but like the I'll, music was great in this. Oh no, yeah. it's great! It's great in this, and I'll I'll go to bat for um the theme to Escape from New York is yeah. is solid. Like his the, his his music's great. Um. Yep. Yeah, this is this is yet another John Carpenter film. Um, it is. Uh, we've done a, a a ton of them. We won't go over them all now. We we have podcasts. Look it up. But um, there's a bunch of a uh, couple other actors who never really went anywhere. I did know uh, the main female there is Alexandra Paul. Yes, and I remember her because she was the one I actually thought was cute on Baywatch. Ah, okay. Um, that's keep, that's keep your Pam Andersons and your and your. 
in your bounciness. Ah, give me a nice slender short haired woman any day. That's what I say. I I always remember um uh, Arnie's <laughs> I gotta back me up on that one. Okay, thanks, Greg. I've just, watched just zero I, I can't I've watched zero episodes of Baywatch, my guy. I can't <laughs> I can't help it. Um, I'm not saying I watch it on the daily now. I'm saying back then. Uh, no, I'm, uh, no, I'm saying uh, in my life, I have seen zero episodes of Baywatch. I've never seen an episode of Baywatch in my life. But what about, what about when Hasselhoff's son has the shark necklace and then he loses it and it's in the pack of cocaine and then it leads to a giant jug bust? I, it sounds riveting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. Okay, sorry. I'm going to call these, no, you know what? We're going to start calling these Fredo moments. Will you just leave me in the Just, so we just leave each other just, in the dinghy in the middle of the just, lake. Yeah, just leave you and then, oh boy, yikes. Oh anyway, boy. please, go on. I, I was going to say, the, the one thing that I remember, and, and he I, he was never in much, was Arnie is played by a guy named Keith Gordon. And he's in one of, and God, I probably sh- will never revisit this movie because there is no way it holds up now. Uh, is Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. He plays Rodney Dangerfield's kid. Oh, does he really? Yeah, whose who's, who's best buddy is um, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay, uh, okay, And, yes. and Oingo Boingo, they hire... I would see back to school, yeah. oh my god. They hire Oingo Central Boingo to like... play their party, like, it's just crazy. Anyway, I love yeah. that movie, I have a feeling if I watch it now, I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> none of this I can't, is... I can't, None of this is good now. We can't um, do that to Rodney. We just can't. Sam Kinison is in that movie. I thought that movie was yeah. good. Anyway. Yeah, no, we can't. No, we can't do that. Anyway, um, anyway. Um, that's, well, Bad that's to the Bone is playing. It. Bad to the Bone, and, and it's uh, it's an assembly line. 1957, I think, is when this film opens. It does. Uh, the, uh, the, the Plymouth Fury is yep. being built. I always... Uh, I call I, for some reason I always thought it was a, a Chevy, but it's not. It's a Plymouth. It's a yeah. It's, it's a fifty-eight Plymouth Fury in this film. Right. Um. I I had a question for you because it happens in this as it's going on and it's building to this. I guess the car is born bad. It doesn't really explain it. Yes. At all. It does not. But I, I forget that e- evil car. Have you ever worked at a job that had a buzzer? Oh, like, uh, well, I, yes, but not in the way that you think. Um, we never had one that was like, <laughs> eh, it's quitting time. We had, we had one where there was a buzzer where if you heard the buzzer, it meant the foreman had to like go up to the office to like talk to the boss. Oh, no, no. That's I'm talking the old Fred Flintstone. No. End of no, shift no. thing. Oh, much, my God. much like you'd hear at school, like when the bell goes off and it's quitting time. No, so, uh, no, sadly, so, I never did. I have to, because I, I don't know when I'll ever share this story again. I worked for a place that did this. Okay. And and the greatest thing about it, Greg, is, is none of the bells were on an even hour or time. <laughs> uh, your shift started at 7.42. I make none of this up. 7.42. Your lunch was at 12.13. And, and end of day was 4.42. Well, that's bananas, man. <laughs> Did those th- did the clocks just like drift over time and they're like, eh, forget <laughs> no, I'm gonna no. fix it. That's the best part. What they did is I guess the the owner, his wife is some like statistician or something like that, and she pulled all this data like 20 years before I started there about when about traffic patterns and when the optimal oh. time to get people there were so you get um, them there slightly early to, so you're not yeah, stuck in the worst you traffic know, back in 1973 when the data came out I, it was very relevant in in 20 
2010? No, oh my God, 2006. That's what it was. But it's like, yeah, 742, 442, 1213 was your lunch. You got two breaks, also buzzed. Yep. Um, and they were 13 minutes exactly because that is exactly what the state law allowed. Correct, correct. Yep, not 15, not nope. 10, 13. And uh, so, yeah, that's my story. I'm going to cut this all out. Um, it was uh, boring as hell. I got bored halfway through. I disagree. I, I think that's that's hilarious. I love when a company just goes, well, we did the research once. It's not like things change. We can just leave them forever now. That's like. Nothing will ever change. I just like envisioning like a railroad baron. You know, somebody's knocking on the door like, sir. I got bad news, automobiles. The, the railroad baron's just like, I'm never going bankrupt. Are you crazy? Railroads, what are they gonna do? Rip them up? And then in, the and, then in, in Dundee. and then in and then in and then in four years. Prince, what could what could happen to print? <laughs> what? Oh god. So anyway, um so the car gets made, uh one of the guys gets in the car, dies. It's very unclear what Not happens to him, other than he just dies. Not explained. Um, also, a guy gets his hand. He's he's uh, he's like oh, he yes, he pops the hood. Much. He's inspecting it. You know, just like yeah. like like assembly line workers do. And of course, it falls on his hand. Like you know, breaks his fingers and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then we can just we just jump jump. Nineteen seventy eight. Bam. Yeah. And um, I gotta say, uh, talking about cool cars. Dennis, who is Arnie. Arnie is the main character we're about to meet. Dennis is his best friend. I have a lot to unpack with those two completely. Yes. Um, however, Dennis is driving a pristine 68 Dodge Charger, which our listening fans would recognize as the General Lee. A very cool car. And I was like, damn, how did they put this car in next to Christine? Because I'm well, kind of... That's actually what a lot of people, um, when this movie came out, they were like, you have all the other really cool cars from the 70s, and then you have a Plymouth Fury, which is not like a cool-looking old car. Not, I mean, it's an old car. It's definitely different-looking, but it's not... If you're thinking of, like, oh, cool old cars, the Plymouth Fury is not really going to pop up in the vernacular. It's just not. I, it's not... But see, I do like that because it... I'll, I'll be honest, and I'll tell you why. If he was riding around in a 66 uh, Mustang, no one's going to look and... Hey, I, your car's a bit evil, but I still like it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's true. A Plymouth Fury, it. it's kind of easy to hate. So this is... this is <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Plymouth Fury fans. But... <laughs> I, this I is, came out this wrong. This is that scenario <laughs> of like. What I meant. <laughs> this, is, this is this is that scenario of like the fine line between is what you're saying charming, <laughs> or gonna yes. land you in prison, and a lot of times that'll fall on the how attractive are you scale. <laughs> so so Plymouth Fury is unattractive enough that it's evil but scary. Whereas if it was like you said, like a pristine, like you know, '67 Corvette Stingray, it's sexy evil and everyone <laughs> is like evil, right still wants to be your buddy because that is a sexy evil car we're right. talking like a That's... bond villainous sexy scary evil not like ma fratelli like scary evil right right got it che okay a cherry red corvette stingray okay come on who's angry at that hey listen 
I get a kill. Listen, I kill people for that car that's, too. That's right. What are you gonna hey, say? Hey, uh, my car is you evil. It kills, though. Yeah, my my car is evil. It kills people. You know what, buddy? People die all the time. Happens. Uh, what are we gonna <laughs> hey, do about it? Uh, you know what? Accidents. What can you do? Think of all the people who died making the oil that goes into this car. We can't stop and count all of them. We'd never. Oh my gosh! Fall uh, apart. Yeah, Plymouth Fury. Listen, you're you're evil just being in its vicinity. I'm That's just, the way it works. And I'm 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 gonna say uh, to anyone who's listening to this in a uh, Plymouth Fury that's evil. Uh, I didn't mean a word of that. I think Plymouth Furies are great and probably the best looking cars of all time. Just nope, I didn't. I'm nope, playing. I swear, both sides, Paul. Nope, nope, not me. Both I'm, sides. I'm 100. percent You have an right. evil car. That's good. When when so I am doing this Paul then- this podcast alone, you will. Everyone will know why. So we're. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I have definitely uh Now, is is, is the Plymouth Fury going to, like, drive up your steps and then, like, take a right and then, like, you know, get into your bedroom and then kill you there? Or do you think it'll get you oh, on gosh. your commute? No, or, please or don't. No, don't kill me in my bedroom. That's, that's where I sleep. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we so we so we we find Dennis and and he meets his friend Arnie. Now, when I first saw these two, Greg, I'm like, "What's Dennis's play? I, Why is he with Arnie? It must be because he does his homework." Clearly, I I figured that they were like buddies previously. That like they were they were buddies back like that back when like you know how sometimes you have those friends in like a junior high. Right before everyone hits those growth spurts. And then, like, you know, even two years into junior high, all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, this guy I used to be friends with, he's he, now he's 6'8". Uh, you know, he can bench press 500 pounds. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, pushing cars, you know, for fun, you know, for exercise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me, on the other hand, uh, I'm still like a fat little kid who thinks G.I. Joe is cool. Uh, it just happens. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, no. There was a lot of, uh, Tommy, Tommy, it's me, it's me. Tommy didn't look back. No. Anyway, we don't have time for all that. What I do think, Greg, and please tell me if I am going a bridge too far. Okay. As I watched this movie, I started thinking, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe somebody has a secret crush on somebody else. Uh, uh, uh and, yep. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and, um, maybe... That maybe they're angry in a football game later. Maybe we'll get to. Maybe maybe he doesn't have the words to express himself. He doesn't have he doesn't have the sort of mechanisms in place to understand what's happening. Maybe maybe he's pressured into being someone he he doesn't want to be, uh, even when it's very obvious to everyone, including a a, a librarian. Because what it starts out with, and it's just, it's so weird. Dennis is like, no, this is the year we get you laid. You're going to be a senior. And Arnie, kind of playing the dour nerd, is like, no, it's not going to happen to me. And then he makes like a weird, Greg, I have to, I have to dig into this. Uh, yeah, please and I do. Know it's, Arnie makes an odd reference that he he's not a, enough man for a woman, to which Dennis retorts, you have the whole bank account in your pants. Yes. Greg, I had male friends for a very, very long time. In high school, we would have group showers and, and right. gym and, and we would sleep over each other's house. Couldn't couldn't describe, couldn't even imagine what was going under there. Dennis, though, 
He's got a very good idea. He has it committed to memory, Paul. Meaning, <laughs> to memory. Meaning, meaning, at some point, he maybe inadvertently, these these things happen. You walk in on somebody. Not changing. inadvertently, you know that. It, it happens. Whatever he saw burned into his brain, <laughs> and it's clearly always on his mind. <laughs> it's always he's on hanging his mind. Out with, and always. maybe that's why he's hanging out with Arnie. Because he's like, I, this guy, this guy, it's only, it's, he goes, it, uh, one magical year is all it's going to take. The word's going to get out. And then I can be Arnie's backup. I can, all the shrapnel, <laughs> I can kind of no, just get hit with some of that. No, no, I think it's the other way. I think it's, I think it's, I know what you, I, don't worry. I know you got the whole bank account. No, I'll never get a girl. And Dennis is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. I, yeah, I, that's I, fair. I, I think Dennis. I think that's why uh, there's you can you can definitely read that. I think that's not a that's not a weird thing. Oh no no, I have it's examples. Not a real left field. Oh great, I have examples. As, as the oh, film goes sure. on, are we gonna are we? Gonna oh yeah, get oh yeah, a little tally. All right, cool. Oh um, yeah yeah yeah. One oh, one thing I will say as the to get back to the to the plot very very briefly. Basically, all, should we all, do that? Should we talk about the movie? I mean, if you want, I'm, I. It, let's talk about it in sort of a vague uh, vagaries and and etherealness. Um, anyway, it, it basically all you need to know is you have a whole bunch of scenes. Arnie's a nerd. Dennis is clearly popular. Dennis has jock friends. You know, Arnie has can't open his locker. You know, right. Dennis is looking with his buddies at girls. Arnie still cannot open his locker. That's that's kind of the jam. You know, quote. Oh, you're saying quote unquote. So, a lot of air quotes. A lot of air quotes. So, so right. What ultimately happens eventually, as as this goes on, is um, shop class. Arnie, Arnie is Dennis is waiting for Arnie to show up for lunch, and he's like, "Hey, where is he?" And he goes, "Oh, some guy. I can't remember his name. Not Moochie, the other guy. His name is literally Buddy. Buddy. Uh, it's literally Buddy. Buddy um, has has which... stolen Arnie's lunch." Right, and, and then we go down, taunting him with it. So we go down into into uh, the shop class where uh, conservatively thirty year olds are picking on a twenty two. Buddy looks old enough to have two kids in the school. I I I like to think Buddy got some time <laughs> off when his like you know when his like a uh, girlfriend went into labor for like his second kid. They like gave him a week. They were like, you can have I you mean, know what, Buddy, just take so... the week. I mean, look, you know I, get, what, I get, I get, older people play teenagers in movies, it, but man, it's true. Buddy is Buddy looks, looks way old. out of place. But so, like, but 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 I would also argue, like, Moochie doesn't look out of place. No, he doesn't. And and I would say no, the he, other the other couple of friends, I don't think look out of place either. Buddy, oh, uh, Buddy absolutely. looks uh, way out of place. Buddy also, I think we might need to bring back the the uh, this was Red Hair Club because. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I did, the I did hair, write it. I did the write down. Hair. Sweet. Why is he so Off mad, Paul? Why is he picking on Arnie? I think it's because Arnie has such bad hair. I think he just can't stand it. I wrote. Uh, I, I wrote bad face, great hair. <laughs> he. Yeah. 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 And then um uh the the teacher comes. We uh we should point out switchblade. Oh yeah. Always so red. so so the they 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 won't give Arnie his lunch, and they're like, oh come take yeah. it, come take it, come take it, and then of course pulls a switchblade. Dennis shows up. He gets jumped by the goons. And then, of course, the shop teacher shows up. I love this shop teacher. I love him, too. Because he is not... He knows everyone in this room 
is just an empty can rattling. They pose no threat. No, no, no. I, I love this guy. He just I, and he is also just tired. He's just as tired no, no. of these kids. I I wrote down. I wrote down. Buddy threatens the teacher. Teacher gives him a look like. I've been to the nom. Try oh, me. I was I was about to say seventy eight. <laughs> this guy very well may have been. Yeah, he de- buddy. He definitely yeah, gave yeah. a look like. Try me. Yeah. Go ahead. I was in Kason, <laughs> punk. Come on. What do you got? I, was, I wanted him to try him. Yeah. I so wanted that. Yeah. Scene. Okay. Yeah. I had said, to put. Um, I had to put my my uh, my lock in my towel and beat a guy with it because he was eating <laughs> jelly donuts. Okay. And that was before we even got to Nom. Like it was not, it was <laughs> right, not right, good from just, there. He just, kid, li- listen, I had to fight off 20 enemies all while I was trying to shave and keep That's my right. buddy from, and let my buddy get with the, uh, the old, uh, you know, you're not scaring me. Okay. Look, it, yeah. it's like, have you, have you ever seen a bomb go off in front of your face? And then he was there. He was there. And then he wasn't there. He wasn't have there. Ever, have you ever seen that? Have, have you, you ever, ever gone in a hole with a flamethrower? Knowing as soon as that hole opens up, you're roasting everything in there. I can't eat pork anymore, buddy. I can't eat it anymore, buddy. No, I was trying to do the Rambo speech, but with a joy instead of a sadness. (laughs) Have you ever gone to get your shoe shined in in, uh, in Vietnam? Have you ever done that? (laughs) Meanwhile, buddy has taken out his switchblade comb and is is fixing his hair after his outburst. We've only had oh. one switchblade comb That's all right. the way in Monster Monster well, you, you know what? We'll have God, to do we uh, Better Off Dead, which there I is know, a switchblade yep. comb. Um, there is. So anyway, so, long, um, long story short, they, uh, Dennis goes, hey, he pulled a knife on us. He's got a knife on him. Now, right. Buddy is over by the desk. I thought he was like dumping the knife. No, no, he picks it up and you see him slip it in his pocket. Yeah. See, see, but like, but which shows how dumb he is. Because as soon as the guy showed up, I would have been like, okay, I got this fucking knife on me. I'm just gonna like stash it on the desk over here, wait for this to blow over, and then I'll come buddy, pick it buddy up. Buddy doesn't later. seem like he's got a lot of a uh, lot of brain cells rubbing together. Uh, well, you know why? It's all the Aquanet. He's been just breathing oh, it in. Oh, fair enough. I yeah, mean, fair it's enough. not his yep. fault. He didn't have the really. little face cover. No, 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 no. It's kind of a yeah, victim of circumstance, really. So, yeah. long story short, they're like, you're out permanently. You're out. All these other kids suspended. Right, so Dennis and Arnie are driving along, and at first, it almost seemed like they drove. They have driven it by multiple times. Instead, they drive by once, Arnie goes back, and he sees this just demolished car in oh, this yeah. yard. It's, it's awful. It's awful. But he's, so, but he's immediately enamored with it. From the rest of the movie, I guess we just have to assume the car gives off like an, an emanation or, or a pull or something that doesn't affect everybody. But Arnie goes up and he and he wants to buy the car and this old guy in, in what is just an amazing back brace. I um, I was <laughs> very enamored with that back brace. It was pretty rad. It was pretty rad looking. I mean, like 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 uh, you know, the the, the Cenobites from Hellraiser are like <laughs> yes, yes, hey, that's exactly what it looked like. You could probably use a few less buckles there, buddy. Like it's it's insane. Yeah. So um, so Arnie wants to buy the car. It's a great scene. The guy is like, you know, well, my brother had this car. Its name is Christine, right? You probably heard it early in the episode. And it's just, it, it's so awesome. And Arnie is just like completely you know, balls on, wants this car. Dennis is very much like immediately, ah, oh, don't waste your money. Don't do this. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, you've been saving up for college. 
um, maybe our wedding in the future, whatever it turns out to be, Arnie, you know, you don't want to waste your money on this. Yeah, Den- and- Dennis is already like, well, that mean, come on, we're going to open up a joint account. I mean, this thing is going to, it's not just the $200. It's right. the hundreds in parts, hours, I don't see you anymore because you're always at and- the shop. This is going to put a huge spike in the relationship. And this is this is where I start my running tally of sometimes a man just needs a hobby. You need to leave him alone. I would agree. Okay. So Arnie negotiates to buy the car. He gets it all the way home. His parents are immediately, they're done. They don't want anything to do with it. I do love, he has a fantastic line. He goes, everything in here is voted on committee and it's always two to one. And it's like, yeah, they're the parents who pay for the house and the food that you live off of. You you know what's, what's, what's interesting? And this... This paid off in a way I didn't expect. Throughout the whole film, anytime Dennis shows up, he's parked half in the street and half I in noticed the that too. <laughs> I noticed that too. And I'm like, why isn't he just pulling up? And then later on when Arnie's like, I'm buying it. And they're like, you cannot keep it here. And he keeps it to do it yourself. He makes a thing where he's like, yeah, my parents said it's too crowded if there's another car in the driveway. And I'm like, that means at some point they yelled at Dennis. They're like, you're not allowed in the driveway, Dennis. No, I I think it's a hidden message. I think it's because he can't commit to Arnie. So he doesn't go all the way. Damn. I told you, man, I spent probably way more time than it deserved. Thinking, uh, yeah, this this is a very different film now. Um, <laughs> so he buys the so car. He, he has to go stash it in a garage, and there's there's like a do it yourself sort of garage, right? Uh, Darnell's garage. Yes, yes, where, Darnell's garage, where we meet arguably one of the best characters in this movie. Well, and he um, is he's the guy that you, um, I, uh, uh, Robert Prosky is his name. Uh, and if you look him up, he's one of these guys. He's in. He was in a million Everything. things. He's tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. Um, so. But he, he he's awesome. He just, you know he, get, he keeps giving them the rundown, and you know you, you know there's no smoking. Dennis tries to make a joke. <laughs> Guy don't care. No, um, no. He's just all about it. And I, it, it's interesting that he's looking at the car and he's looking at Arnie, and, and he's just like, "What is this about?" Which I, I kind of like. That he's just very dismissive and very just like, eh, what I'm, as soon as he drives in, right? You know, I don't care how much you pay me, you screw up once and you're out on the street. And, and, and so then we see Dennett or Arnie start working on Christine. He starts putting all this stuff together. There's a, you kind of get a couple scenes with him and Dennis where it kinda, you kind of get the idea now that Arnie is kind of being like, I don't know, what's, I mean, I, not influenced, but like, what's a, What's a lot of dead air sound like? This is what it, it sounds. sounds like. It sounds like this. Are you trying to say groomed in the parlance no. of our time? No, I mean I good because most people don't seem to know what that means. Wait, wait, so. wait, 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 uh, wait, wait. Are we saying the car is grooming him? Uh, car really wants him, Paul. Car's way <laughs> older than him, Paul. It's, a, it's not a Plymouth Fury. It's a Plymouth Cougar. You said it, not me. <laughs> Come on. I feel Fredoed out here. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying it. It. Plymouth, it, okay. it. 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 Let's drew try that again. Him in. Let's try that again. It took advantage of a of an of an outcast who 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 didn't have a lot of friends. Separates separates them from all friends and family. 
Yep. What does that yep. sound like, Paul? It's, uh, it's okay, sounds, groomer. Sounds like Crocodile Dundee, actually. kind of sounds like the plot to the, the beginning of Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> a little bit. I do, I do. And it is a, it, it, it's Plymouth. I, I'm, you know what? I'm with you. It's a Plymouth Cougar. That's just, it's grooming him. I love it. You know what, Greg? Cut, print. I'm sold. You're welcome. Nice job, sir. It's what I do. It's what I do. Um, it's what I do. I do like the one more Darnell, uh, the garage owner scene. He comes over and he sees Arnie working on the car and he, and he he's putting everything together. He's like, hey, no, my parts, they don't call, you know, they're not free. And uh, you know, I'll tell you what, you, you clean up around the shop, put uh, you know, put the toilet paper in the bathroom. Maybe you run a couple errands. Maybe I have all the parts you need. Maybe I even give you a couple bucks. Arnie, straight face, look look some in the eye. I'll think about it. I couldn't believe <laughs> he said, I'll think about it. Like, what the balls on that guy? That's great. Like, <laughs> right? I'd be like, that's way more than I need. I don't even need yeah. money. Not, not even like, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about it. You know, like, here, yeah, are, no. my, here are my hours from, from school. <laughs> and, you know, like, can, can we work around this? Or uh, I have to think about it. Um, I, I guess one of the things that I'm, that I'm not super keen on in this movie is that I feel like you have like Arnie, the nerd, and then he's like immediately like, it does feel like, like it's that, like, yes. and, and while he gets worse throughout the movie, it feels like there isn't that even transition between him being a super nerd, then maybe like a regular kind of kid, then, you know, like this, like this, like a, uh, you know alluring kind of like evil kid they kind of a little bit they do it but it, yeah you're right there is a it hard moves, it moves it moves fast it moves very fast right there because it, it wants to get to the evil killing parts I, yeah um, I, I mean that's 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 I, probably the uh i, I will point. say it's nice to know that evil can cure astigmatism so if there's a positive uh, it suddenly he doesn't need glasses anymore and I do uh, like, I mean, Dennis points it out, but it's just a throwaway line to explain why he doesn't have glasses anymore. It doesn't explain. Um, listen, Greg, you you know me. You, we've known each other for many, many years. You know the coat bottles I wear. You don't wake up and just see. That's it. Not with and that Isaac attitude. did not exist. You know, not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta believe, Paul. You gotta. Oh, that's true. I mean, you're uh, Paul. That's you're halfway there. You have a cool car. I do, I do, but so I don't... something has to happen. I guess you have to put a lot of work into the car, and then you're then the glasses disappear. That is, you, you know what? That's the problem. Is I, I did buy it new, and so it's just it's cool. Although get some aftermarket was parts, evil right baby. off the line. That's right. That's true. What is it? Would what, you kill what? people for 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 no glasses? Because I mean, that's what winds up happening in the film. I mean, listen, I've had glasses for so long. I okay. probably would. Let's say let's say we're gonna we're gonna say this is an alternate universe. You and I never married. Yeah. Never married. We're just bachelors, you know? Okay. Um all of our money probably tied up in Dodge Dungeons Point. and Dragons, LARPing, Oh, minis. Oh yeah, yeah. Minis, oh, yeah. all this all this stuff, right? Um yeah, I'm with you. And then all of a sudden a car shows up and it says, Hey, you can have 1986 Alexandra Paul is a girlfriend and no glasses. You just have to kill a couple of guys that are real dickheads. Oh, I'd kill you. <laughs> See, that's where I'm that's where I'm at. It's like I don't I don't there's no twist. It's not like my family or no, nope, <laughs> right. nope, nope. Just some real low-life dickheads no one in the town is happy with. I'm like, okay, great. That- 
That is the part where Harry Dean Stanton finally comes in, who's great as always. That's the Fantastic. part that I never get with any of these movies. It's like he's not killing pillars of the society of this town. It's always these degenerates that nobody's gonna miss anyway. Well, apparently, apparently in Rockbridge, they are very, very <laughs> insistent <laughs> that the law applies equally to to all, no matter loved, hated, rich, poor. You know, working man. I guess man, all life all, is sacred. I guess. So anyway, some shit happens. It's really not important. Well, Dennis goes back and talks to the brother, and he finds out oh. his brother killed himself in the car. That, that is important. That is because this, this it, is also it, it one of the up first to the... big divergent parts from the book, actually, because the brother wasn't in the book. the The guy no. sold him the car. It was his car. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, this is like, oh, that guy died in the car, and so now it's like, well, so the car is evil, and you know, like, like it's 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 a little more about the car corrupting the person and then eventually like taking their life. So yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I mean, th- these are a lot of changes from the book. I mean, first of all, in the book, a lot of these characters just they, they don't know the car is evil and can fix itself. But that aside, I do want to get to a big scene, and this is where Dennis is on the football field. Yes. He's playing football. Arnie shows up. So Arnie's put all the work into Christine's. Pristine Christine. Didn't write that down. Thought of it just now. Genius. Uh, tagline. Pristine Christine. Kills again. Uh, you know, that would be, in the days of print, that would be a fantastic headline. Dare so, I say a killer uh, headline. Ooh. Uh, so Dennis is he's going for the long run, and he sees Arnie, who's there with Alexandra Paul, whose character's name is Lee. Lee. Dennis, quote-unquote, had the hots for her. But instead, she is with Arnie now. And as he's running, he sees them kissing. Now, Greg, you've come on this journey so far. What do you think I say next? Yep, that's... That fits. He's not distracted by no. Lee. He's distracted by by Arnold. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think. Uh, so, he misses... He's running out. Turns around, barely gets the football, gets clobbered. He injures his back, and now he's in, he's in the hospital for a good chunk of this movie. But and this the is... implication is that Christine somehow influenced this in some way? Somehow, or, or you know, the fact that she is messing with Arnie is having a ripple effect into the community, and, and Dennis is sort of one of the, one of the bystanders that's getting hurt through, through Arnie's... Uh, Okay, uh, that makes a little bit more sense. Why transformation? Okay, okay, I can buy that. And you then, know, um, uh, then I think it's it's Arnie and Lee at the drive-in, right? At the drive-in, right? Yep. And um, uh, this scene I had never seen before because this scene is just cut <laughs> on television, like kind of rightfully so. You can cut it and you don't really miss anything. And so they're I, making I, out in the car. It's yeah. getting pretty hot and heavy, and uh, and then she's like. I can't, I can't do this. And she leaves and they go to the, 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 uh, the, not the lobby. It would be like the, the concession stand. Concession stand. Well, it's a drive-in. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, I don't like that car. Uh, it, you know, gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, you know, you love that car more than you love me, Arnie. To which we all go, well, yeah. Oh oh, yeah, he does. (laughs) Um, uh. You, Lee, yeah. you didn't cure his glasses needing. Astigmatism, no. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sorry, but... You know. I mean, well, the other thing, though, about this scene is, like, it's another one of these 
zero to a hundred. Like she, she's number one. Other guys are going for her. Haha. <laughs> Plot twist. She's with Arnie. Everybody saw that coming. She's making out with him at the football field. I hate your car. Like it's, what, it's what very up it's, to that. It's what, very what, abrupt. What happened? Like, cause she, she's very, I don't want to say prudish, but well, no, she says, I don't want to go all the way in the car. In the car. She specifically just says in the car. Now, because if you're not, Arnie. She's not like slapping his hands away when when his yeah, hands yeah, yeah. are getting, you know, getting a little frisky. She's not like not kissing him. She's clearly into it. She just doesn't like the car. She doesn't want to do right. any of that in the car. Now, any any straight red-blooded male at 17 goes, fine. Let's get in the car and drive someplace else. Oh, I was about to say, 100%. 17, I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, where would you like to go? To yeah, the bushes? Great. Motel 5? Yeah, where would it? you yeah, like we'll, to go? We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll walk now. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it's raining. Let's do this. Um, but Arnie is infatuated with his car. Loves his car. And he loves his car. Oh, my God. And, and, and we get it. It's obviously an evil power that's possessing him. Correct, to, correct. To, and, to make him in love with the car. But a guy's got to have his hobbies, too. I keep... It's like... Very important. It's like, yeah, you're important, too. Because that's what she says. You love that car more than me. And I love his backline. I thought women only get jealous of other women. And I was like, oh, I know where you're going. Oh, I know my where you're going, Arnie. child. <laughs> Arnie, people a can forever. get jealous. All a people forever. can get jealous about literally anything. It lot doesn't of, matter what it is. A forever. Listen, a man needs to have his hobbies. That's an appropriate response. Not, I thought women only get jealous of other... Arnie, settle down. You're, you're... Arnie, settle have you down. read a book? Like, come on, man. You're a nerd. You've got to have read a bunch of books. Anyway. It was so wild. Anyway. You know, she, she she mentions that the car gives her the creeps. She says that it seems yeah. like it's alive. It only gets old, um, like a old-timey, uh, I say old-timey, like, like it, it gets like 50s Classic music. rock. Yeah, like, it gets 50s th- music. Th- it which, would be from like 57, like when it was made. Which, by the way, I think we should also point out at this point, music is amazingly Put in place. All, all hits. Carpenter found it. It's like listening to a James Gunn movie. It's like the music fits the scene yeah. so perfectly. Yeah, it really, it really, really does. And, it's and really they, well done. And there's even some funny gags where, like, yeah, yeah, you know, someone's trying to get into the car and Christine locks <laughs> it. And she starts playing. I hear you knocking, hear but you can't come in. So you know, good, there's yeah. there's there's a few things like that that have these sort of yeah, you yeah. Know, gags that are that are. That are funny. Um, they're, they're perfectly fine. And so, so uh, they go, okay, hey, look, look, it's raining. You're going to catch pneumonia. Let's go back to the car and let's eat these burgers that have been there for who the hell knows how long. I know. Very weird. And uh, she starts to choke. Yep. And uh, a la, a la the previous owner's daughter. Correct. Heard about. So here's the, here's the foreshadowing paying off. Correct. Correct. And uh, Arnie's trying to get in the car to help her. The door is locked. She's trying to get out of the car. Doors are locked. She eventually pops one open, but doesn't have the strength to get out. And finally, a bystander rips open the door, Heimlich maneuver, and uh, she's she she does not die. And then we just cut to her house where Arnie's dropping her off. They get in a big fight, and she's like, uh, you know what? Maybe maybe I don't want you to call me anymore. And that's yeah. that's where you know that's where that winds up. I think he goes and visits Dennis in the hospital, and Dennis is times. basically Dennis is there 
they, they they're date stamping this movie when it's important. I think it starts in November and it goes all the way through December um, throughout the the. Well, no, the movie the starts stamp. in September. Oh, it's oh that's right. That's because it's the first day at school. Right. That's right. No, uh, right. October 9th is the drive-in. Okay, um, and then and then so yeah, so throughout that time period, so he goes and, and visits Dennis in, and, in the hospital a few times, and and we find uh, out that Dennis is like Dennis is seriously injured, which is why he's basically gone for the rest of the movie. Like his legs messed up. They said that um his back is broken, and if he had been if it had been broken, what did he say? Like a centimeter lower, he probably would have lost use of all of his legs. Yeah, like and so he's he's taken a long time to to heal up, so he's out of the picture for the rest of this movie. Right. Arnie drops the car off at the garage, and and this is where the big one of I think more critical scenes in the in in the movie happens. Buddy and his gang, who by the way, did you notice who one of the the gang members is? He's the uh, he's the test subject from Ghostbusters. Oh, is he? That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, the I one with the big not. hair. That's oh man, that is so funny. Yeah. Um. So so it, they all go and they demolish this car, which by the way. I'm not going to fully take back everything I said about a Plymouth Fury, but it was sad to see a very nice, pristine car. They probably destroyed 20 cars in this movie. Every time a nice, one of the nice ones is destroyed, it, it, hurts, it is a little it? heartbreaking. Yeah. It is. But they, they completely demolish it. He goes in the next day and, and he sees this. And now we have kind of like, almost like a break in Arnie a yes. bit. Where where he really is just now he's off the deep. Um, yeah, he's but, he's he's screaming at um, screaming at Lee. Yep. So, I don't know this how is this is side. Lee's fault. She's actually like, oh oh my god, Arnie! Like what happened? Like she's really she's concerned. She knows how much the car means to him, even though she doesn't like it. And Arnie just starts screaming at her like a lunatic. He screams at her, "You're a sinner." I don't even know what that meant. Oh no no no, Paul. That's the problem. You didn't have the subtitles on. He called her a shitter. And let me tell you. What? No. Yes, yes, because that word comes up constantly. I have never heard anyone call someone a shitter in real life. That that word comes up from for everybody. Like it constantly. I gotta tell you that. Here's the thing. I hear it throughout the other movie when they're talking about. I mean, there's a big one with him and Dennis where they call people. The thing is, is in that scene, he got, I, I heard it as, you're a sinner. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? I would that argue. That changes the whole movie for me. I would I would argue, Arnie, ain't we all? <laughs> um, but but okay. no, 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 that's why, that's why. Yeah, I, I, I watch it with the subtitles and I was like, man, they really like the word shitter. It is, it is a, like, <laughs> like seven different people use it as an insult. It's weird. So was that um, was that the hot word in '78? Was that like was that? The, the, I don't know. I don't know. Remember, Who like knows? no, like like remember, like it would be like if you and I made a movie that took place in like the late '90s, and we're like, oh, anytime anyone calls someone like an idiot, they're just gonna call them like a jabroni, because you know the WWE <laughs> was really popular. Well, it was still a WWF back then. You know, like oh yeah, yeah, jabroni. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. just gonna call him a jabroni. Like it's just it's just weird. I don't know. It's odd to me. Yeah. Yeah, um, so many people say it. So he is—he's like you said—he's off the deep end, and and this is where, I what what are, what are your thoughts on this scene where he he like you know he gets behind the wheel and he's he's kind of just you know feeling the car because it's all fucked up, it's all destroyed, and then he like gets out, walks in front of it, and he's like, all right, show me, and the lights turn on and she starts to fix herself, and I'm like, no, 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 no. So first, 
No. So first he goes home and he screams at his parents. Oh, you're right. You're right. And, and he attempts chokes to choke his, his dad. Father, which, yeah. which look, Arnie is not 200 pounds of muscle before your dad. You shoved him. He shoved you. Get your big boy pants on and take care of your kid. Yeah. That was wild. A dad that is just like, <laughs> to go, to go along with the jabroni metaphor, like just like, Pick him up. Put him in like a yeah. You know, he's give, not give that him the old backbreaker. Like just you know. Like he put his hands on your throat. Like oh okay, so that's that's your line. That that's Can it. Can you imagine, Paul, at seventeen, if we had tried to choke our fathers? Uh, Greg, I died a little inside just thinking about it. I, I was gonna say I would be te- now. Look, my dad, product of his time. You know, I got spanked and all that good stuff. My dad never hit me past the spanking stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell you that if I tried to choke slam my dad, he'd probably put me in the hospital. <laughs> like I, my dad is know. a big dude that I would not want. Even at seventeen, I would not want to have messed with. I have to assume you, if, if if you and I have to believe. I want to believe in the majority of homes in the eighties and 90s, this is how it went. Your dad took care of business when you were a young kid, kept you in line, gave you responsibilities, made sure that you were a good human being. Commentary on today. Back to the actual podcast. We'll All save right. that for another podcast called <laughs> I Offend Everybody. Um, <laughs> and then from ages three to today, <laughs> you live in constant fear that your father could could handle shit again. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of like you know uh, when you get one of those electric fe- the, the the invisible fences for the dogs. The, once those batteries run out on the dog's collar, that dog is not going to go past that fence. No. And those batteries could be dead for for years. The dog knows it doesn't go past certain parts of the thing. It's it's I'm with you, Paul. It's it. Let me tell you what the let me let me tell you what the uh, what the collar is. It's it's your mom going. Do you want me to tell your father when he gets home? Oh, oh boy. No, no, no. Nope. No, no, no. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'll clean up the kitchen. Yep. That's on me, Mom. Yep. <laughs> Let me take stock yeah. of the situation. Uh, you know what? I think I may have been out of line. <laughs> and I will uh, clean up my room like you have asked me to for the past two days. No, you that's know what? very fair. You know what? You know what, Mother? You make a good point. Let me check my agenda. I'm free. <laughs> You're right. I will take care of this now. Oh man. You're absolutely right. Um and then he goes back. Then to the, then to then the he goes that's right, because because it's he's, it's like close it's like past closing time. It's, it's, it's way closing, right. That's so right. Okay. right. So he's going to uh, he's going to fix start fixing the car. He turns around and by the way, I do love this scene for this very moment. When he turns around, you hear crinkling of metal. And, and and stuff and he turns around and the engine block you saw had been crushed is back to pristine yeah now the tires this, the, the tires inflate well and, and it's just it's well that's what really happens cool is special effect he sees it he he walks into the light and then he says show me okay now yeah, and then then you have the tires inflating and all the this metal is probably right and then we see this great stop motion reverse stop motion of all the things being fixed and all that I will say this is one part of the book. And from this point forward, I actually don't like the direction. It makes sense in the movie. Everyone finding out about Christine being evil. I like the books subtle. Do they don't they know that Christine is actually an evil spirit from this point forward? Because I believe in the book, she fixes herself before he gets back and doesn't even know they destroyed her. I, I think that's how it goes in the book. 
It's it's been um, a while. I, what I remember about the book is you're not sure whether the car is evil or if it's like the guy who owned it, like his like spirit is evil. I, yeah, that absolutely. Another thing that that is kind very of much true. A little vague, intentionally apparently from King. He says that it's kind of it's kind you know is absolutely. is it the car? Well, is it the previous owner from the car? Like it could be either kind of thing. Well, in the movie, it's very obvious because we see it being built. In the book, that doesn't happen. Correct, right? correct, correct. We the, only the, know when the, he buys the car. Absolutely, absolutely. The, yeah, agreed, um, agreed. But anyway, it's still, however, that all said, the special effects in this. A plus. Practical effects. A plus. Reverse stop motion. They hit the car, take a picture, hit the car, take a picture, and reverse it. it it's awesome. I will say, I give John Carpenter all the credit. Special effects, he never fails on. Yeah. I've never seen him fail on a special effect. Story, character development, needs some work. Well, then why don't we go watch... Um... <laughs> Escape from L.A. because there are some very bad special effects in that movie. No, no, I like to I like to live in my mind's eye okay. that Escape okay. from New York is is okay. The thing was awesome, and we're watching Christine. Okay. Um. Now we have this is where this is the part it everyone just starts likes. killing people. It just starts killing Paul. It just yep. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We use that line. Oh a boy, lot. here I go killing again. Here I go killing again. My favorite line. I started. I gotta put it in an episode. Oh boy, here I go killing again. Um, um so it's it's uh first they're going after Moochie, and there's a there's a great scene where basically uh I don't know, and every person in this movie doesn't seem to understand you can run on something that isn't a road. <laughs> you can run away. I my my note is just climb on top of it. It's not coming at you fast. Take a hard right. Just go anywhere. Just no, even when it gets stuck, just climb it. What's it gonna do? Flip its hood and knock you off? I mean, it's it. It makes it's so no stupid. sense. But anyway, yeah. Moochie winds up in a uh, loading bay that is too yeah, yeah. narrow, and Christine like forces herself in, cuts him in half. Which, we don't actually see that because much. we know she can fix herself. She can doesn't fix need herself. Anybody, so, so who cares now? <clears throat> um, then, and then this is where Harry Dean Stanton shows up. He's starting to say like, uh, hey, uh, your car looks pretty good here. I heard it was really destroyed. Uh, Arnie's giving uh, His character is virtually, his character means nothing. I don't care about him. Harry Dean Stanton is great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He doesn't role, add but, to the story. Yeah. And, and then, then this uh, is where Arnie goes, and Lee get into a fight. That yeah. happens. Um, and then we see the next killing scene where Arnie or Christine again. It's very unclear, which it's, I like. It's, it's yeah, I, I I like that you don't know if Arnie is in the car or if I it's Christine like Christine alone. I I, I like well, that's that because more. they've blackened out the windows, a la the Wraith. Correct. Um, another great '80s movie reference. Well, I mean, um, I, I I wish there had been a scene where uh, Clint Howard had shown up saying, you know, if you if you lose the race, you lose your car. Um, also, we have to install this killer on your car, so if you try to run away, it'll it'll zap it. You can't let an evil car go in the oh. race. I was trying to get the voice back. I was you're you're, to think you're not far off. I love I love doing <laughs> Clint. You're, you're Clint Howard on the Clint. race. Made me laugh. Complimented me last so time. Hard. I really liked it. it so just hard. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's it made the it into credits. It still. made it into the opener. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I love that, it. Yeah, that's 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 Clint Howard saying you don't know my artistic vision. What's on the back of the card? <laughs> Is it a two stars or what? Because it's the guy from the Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm crossing genres now. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'll stop that now. It's, you, 
we should put a little warning to turn down your volume. Um, he chases he chases down Buddy. I I love this scene. The car just chases him, demolishes a car, crashes completely into uh, the gas station, blows everything up, and then it just this this slow crawling chase after Buddy. It's so it's an amazing it's so well shot. The car it is. is. Like just in on fire. I don't mean the car is like there's some fire on the car. The entire no, the car, car is, is engulfed in flames, and yeah, it's just like yeah. driving down the street slowly, kind of on purpose. Because buddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh like, for sure, it's stalking again. It's stalking. Yeah, buddy has no concept that he could just take a right or take a left. He's just running down the street, and and uh, you know, of course, it it just runs goes him over, over and you which, see. Which he's by the way, I like that you don't fire. see yet he gets hit. It's from under the car. The the, the kills I like that. in this are pretty off screen and tame. Yeah. 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 The R rating sure. really comes from a lot of bad language. It's really yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean there I mean the violence is there, but it's 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 not terribly graphic. And, and then so, uh, so Buddy's uh, dead, and then the car we see Darnell, uh the the shop owner. He's he's in his shop, the car comes back smoking but anyway it comes back smoldering i'm gonna cut that out again you're okay. me again i get it i get it i'm not <laughs> smart like i think i am paul they can't all be winners um, it's okay <laughs> but i can't. throw them out but greg <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so the car rolls in it's on flames he follows the car with a shotgun um, which understandably he doesn't, he, the car, yeah, he, the assumes, blacked out. He, he doesn't know what's going that on. There's somebody in there because right. he's, he's, he, he makes a phone call and he's like, Hey, did Arnie make that delivery of parts? And he's right. like, yeah. And he goes, was he driving my, my Cadillac? Yep. And he's like, well, so in his mind, he's like, somebody stole Arnie's car. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. So he goes in there, he opens up the door. The car is empty. His immediate thought is, Better sit oh down my God, that's on, that was clearly on fire not too long ago. He's just like, eh, you know what? I'm going to take a break. <laughs> and he gets into the car and then the car crushes him to death. Yeah. Yeah. The seat moves up and he gets crushed into the steering column. Right. Uh, hey, buddy, you just saw a driverless car on fire or smoldering park itself. What was the game plan once you got in the car? Once I open that up, figure it out. Once I open that up and there's no one in it, I just go, "All right, well, I'm going home," and I just leave. <laughs> yeah, close We're the done. door, lock. We're good. We're done. You know what? Uh, not my monkey, not my circus. There, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's actually a great way. <laughs> not my monkey, not my circus. We're done. Yep. Um. So he dies. The next morning, Arnie shows up. They're inspecting his car. They found the body. Uh, Junkins, uh, Harry and Stanton is there again, and he's questioning him again. It, it, it's an important. It's a scene because it has to happen with with Darnell dying. But again, it doesn't add to anything. Yeah. Harry Dean Stanton's character doesn't gain any more knowledge, and Arnold, I mean uh, Arnie, he's not. It's no loss because we find out in the next scene he gets the goddamn car back. Yeah. So there's no it's the detective scenes just I are so out of place. Wouldn't wouldn't they like impound the car because it's like a murder scene? <laughs> now I thought about that. Unless they can prove that he was murdered and not accidentally, you know, 
the seat jumped forward and crushed him or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, Arnie the, would like probably get it back after a couple of weeks. we're all familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Tuesday, there's a new story, you know. Yeah. Um, used to be, I mean, it, there used to be Saturday mornings. There used to be those PSAs, you know. Don't let your kids sit in the front seat because they randomly will crush you, know, you yeah, against yeah. the steering column and kill you. Some, yes. Some tall white guy with a big bushy mustache and an Alex and Trebek. Yeah, goes, this is, this is yeah. Jeopardy's yeah. Alex Trebek. Reminding you. Do you own a vehicle? Do you own a vehicle? Is it in your driveway today? It could be. Actually, it's more like a news segment, isn't it? Is death lurking in your driveway? Find out at 11. Find out next. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite one of those has to be, is your children's furniture trying to kill you? (laughs) Which which implies so much. Is your children's furniture. Not your furniture. No, our furniture is fine. Your children's Children's furniture. Children's furniture. Out to to kill you. Yeah. Hmm. Curious. Um, so, so now Lee uh, and Dennis are talking and they're like, Arnie's out of control. Arnie's, uh, you know, he's doing this. He's doing that. He, uh, he loves the car. Dennis, you gotta, you gotta talk to him. You gotta, gotta stop it. You gotta Dennis rein starts, him in. Now I, I had a question for you, Greg, where, where are Dennis's parents in this scene? Because they have this conversation in the middle of the living room. Like, isn't the mom like, I'm, I'm sorry, dear. I'm, I'm sorry, Dennis. Did, did you say murder car? <laughs> right. I, I I assumed his that scene, his parents just, like, weren't home. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, yeah, let's have the murder discussion upstairs in the living room where it's appropriate. <laughs> oh, honey, I see that you have a friend over. Um, Would you like some lemon squares? I heard uh, something about Arnie. Yeah, we got it. Arnie's got this murder car. Uh, we got to come up with a plan. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh dear. Little Arnie with the glasses. Yeah, not anymore. He doesn't need the glasses because the murder car has magical powers that fixed his eyes. Okay, I'm just gonna leave the lemon squares and and um what's that, dear? I'm coming. Thanks. You're the best mom. These lemon squares are dynamite. And what's great is your voice is the same age as everybody in this movie. Yep. So it's exactly the same. Sounds great. Man of many voices over here. <laughs> I do them all, do all the impressions. <laughs> Man of a thousand and one minus oh, a thousand voices. Yeah, Frank Frank Caliente calls me and says, uh, "How do how do you do all these voices?" For... I I can't even believe you did Frank's Caliente's voice as you did that impression. <laughs> I don't think that's his name. Bravo! Is, 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 is it Frank Bravo. Caliendo? I think I, I think it's Caliendo. Frank Caliendo. Yeah, yeah, it's Caliendo. I apologize. Uh, for those who, if you don't know who he is, he's the most famous voice actor or or, or impressionist of uh, John Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his John Madden is so good. It sounds it sounds like John Madden. Like like oh, yeah, yeah. to the point where I, I you you can't tell the difference. It's that good. It's incredible. I, I want to believe this, and I have a microphone, so no one can stop me. I believe he did one of the Monday Night Footballs, and John Madden lost his shit laughing at it. Oh no, because kidding. it sounded so much like him that John Madden was like, <laughs> oh my god. Um. So it's, it's uh, yeah, okay, man, that went nowhere. What's next? Well, I, I, I don't know. I thought we could keep going. Okay. If, I mean, Paul, I what think part you... of the problem here is that you don't, ha- you're not committing to your own <laughs> bits. Zero confidence you're like, you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to just dip my toe in. Oh, ripcord. We're out of here. I'm out of here. Hold the e-brake immediately. I have zero confidence sometimes, in everything I've said tonight. Sometimes you got to just take that clay and you have to try to make something out of it, and then realize halfway through, you know what? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta hit this a few times. We gotta knock it around, get the shape we want. It's okay. 
you know what it is is I was I'm I've been listening to old podcasts and 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 I don't know I just yeah I've got I feel like I just gotta okay slap myself here no, Paul 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 we're gonna we're gonna stop recording you're going okay. to finish this episode in your car where you will be possessed by a cooler I'm going to assume 1950s version of you. Who will actually? This is going to be terrible. The impressions you're going to do are going to be racist and awful. All the jokes are going to be about your wife. They're going to be terrible. Don't, All right, let's mind. go. We're not. <laughs> <don't know. laughs> We're going to get our numbers up. Controversy, Greg. Controversy. <laughs> My wife the other day shopping. Let me tell you, women be shopping. Oh, it's going to be the worst. Can you believe this broad over here oh. thinking and breathing and voting? Yikes! Whoa. <laughs> Uh, See, I did an impression, and I was sexist. I mean, I, that's... I, the 1950s. I, I got it back. Okay. Oh. My mojo's back. It's good. We got it. it. All right. We got it. So, All right. So they, they basically <laughs> come up with a plan, and they're like, okay, you know what? We both agree the car is evil. Yeah. And, and Arnie says, okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna." Uh, uh, Dennis says, I'm going to hang with Arnie, and we're going to chat with him. And he takes... Arnie takes Dennis for a drive, and he's driving really fast. They're slamming back beers. You know, and and he's saying all this weird stuff, like he wants to My. kill all the shitters of the world, and 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 Dennis is like, this guy is. He is my off heart, the deep end at this point. He my, is my heart, nuts. my heart breaks for Dennis because you can see it in his eyes. He loves this man. He does. No, it and, actually, and, I actually really like the scene. I think I think the actor is a little. I wish there was a little more context, but I mean, like, I like the the idea of the scene is that this guy who's been you know, away from everything. He has no idea what's happening, what what has been happening. And then he sees his friend finally for more than like two seconds. And he's like, oh my God, I don't even recognize this guy anymore. It's been like a month. Well, that's, he's completely different. And that's, I kind of, that's where I think the scene does work. And it works because at the beginning you had um, Lee and Dennis talking about the car. And so Dennis is kind of up to speed when he gets, into the car with with Arnie, I and I and that's why I think the scene works really really well. Is okay, okay. Dennis is seeing what Lee described and he can't believe it. You know what? That that actually is is a good point. Okay, right? yeah, no, that's that's fair. I guess I guess I thought the actor was laying it on a little bit thick, but okay, okay, fair. No, no, he's in love with this man and he's seeing him. You know what? From that, seeing the car take him away it makes way more sense. Right. I'm and by the way, I'm not just saying that to play it. I really believe. No, I, I, I if, if you look at it as like a like a bizarre like repressed homosexual love story between two boys in the seventies. Also, there's a killer car. Um, <laughs> that's you're not wrong. I'm like that's that's what I'm saying. You're not just doing this like a bit. Like there's actually yeah 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 have, no no you have evidence to point at. No no no. By the way, I do want to point that out very clearly. This is not a haha. Gay guys in the seventies, but I, I mean, genuinely, which is what I 19, genuinely believe this. Which, which is what nineteen fifties you would would have said <laughs> if we were recording in the car. Oh, nineteen fifties, a couple of these beeps. I can't yeah. even believe they beep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's right. Oh. I do beep impressions too, folks. You didn't know I had that in my it's, repertoire. It's man of a thousand. Uh, you know, Mel Blank over here. Just <laughs> oh, stop. The, oh. Oh, Craig. The instrument this man's voice is <laughs> puts us to shame. But I mean, but genuinely, and by the way, I I would almost venture. I don't know what John Carpenter's thoughts are on the subject, but it really does 
because Dennis never really gets with the girl. The one girl that keeps hitting on him throughout the movie, we didn't even mention. He, well, like, he's ignores, he ignores her, her the whole time. For the pretty Lee. But even then, it's it never... F- I, I mean, look, I don't know. I'm just saying, it's what it felt like. And it, I think it, Paul, it, it culminates in this scene he of could him be seeing in- Arnie and just seeing what has happened to him. He also, where, where is the man I loved? I, he's gone. I would also argue that maybe he's asking girls out and and uh because that's what society thinks. No, no, no. Do. No, no. We didn't so. we didn't really get into it, but in the library scene, there's a scene in the library where he's pressured by yeah. two guys to go and talk to Lee. He goes in, he makes a pass at her. She says no. He is ready to give up. What well, I much gave my like, shot. What can you do? Much like you with a bit, he immediately, <laughs> he takes, immediately, immediately hits the eject button and leaves. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. That made me feel that made me feel better. He does. But his friends, like you, encourage him to keep going. You can't you can't um, just stop. Paul, you're what's happening is you're you're if you are trying to make art. While criticizing the art, the art will never get made. You have to just make it. After you're done, criticize it, shine it up, maybe redo some of it. But you can't. You you can't be afraid. You got to just go for it. Do I have a secret love affair with comedy and impressions? Is that what's? Are you in love with Frank Caliendo? Oh, those cheeks. No, no, no. There's a myriad I, of reasons why it's no, but um, yeah, mainly because I can't picture what Frank Caliendo looks like because I don't think I've ever seen him. So, anyway, so Dennison and, and Lee, they're like, all right, here's what we got to do. We got to get a bulldozer. We got to... How easy are those to drive? Apparently, with a, with a uh, broken leg, he, he does it fine. Well, the no, internet I, is I all over. I'm forklift certified. Apparently, forget forklift certified. You can just go and grab one of those puppies. Hot wired, by the way. I love just, the old just a couple uh, two of, wires. A couple just, loose wires. them together. <laughs> Hot wires and, it up. Drives so, it. So Christine, the s- Christine, their their plan is we wait at the garage because Christine will come back to the right. garage, right? And, and of by course the way, it does. this is I do like that Lee is like, oh yeah, Arnie will show up, and Dennis fully on board with evil car. No, no, Christine will show up. <laughs> like he really is, right? How did the car hide itself, Greg? I I I can I uh, we talk about missing scenes in the film. I I would love to see the scene where it somehow barricaded itself in with a bunch of trash. It's so good. I mean, I guess I, I guess we assume Arnie did it, right? Oh, he is in the car for this because one. because at this point you see him in the car and he's like messed up looking. He he looked like his eyes are like what like, like what sunken song? and stuff. What song is playing when Tutti Fruity? God, you nailed it first shot. Tutti Fruity. Which I'm kind of surprised was not in this film. I'm guessing they couldn't get the rights to it. Yeah. You're right. Nope. First first shot. Awesome. Got it right there. He's just like picking up pallets and only in the car. (laughs) Trudy Fruity. Oh, Rudy. All right. Let's see. Garbage can here. And and I do picture Arnie like joyfully dancing. Oh, he's having a blast. He's got to murder my friends. He and his girl. He and and Christine. He's just the happiest, happiest boy in the world. Um, so of Um, course, of course, uh, the bulldozer stalls. Christine and the bulldozer, they battle, uh, again. The the car goes after Lee, Lee jumps out of the way, it smashes into something, Arnie gets propelled out of the car, stabbed with glass. Right. He dies, 
And and then they're like, well, uh, Artie's dead. Let's just kill the car now. And they, of course, roll over the car. Eventually, yeah. Multiple times. It's trying to heal itself. They keep doing it. And then I actually kind of dig this. It just cuts to the next day. Yeah, I do a, too. I did it's like the that. junkyard and a, and a cube falls into frame. And they're like, well, that's what's left of it. Now, again, Harry Dean Stanton's character is in the scene, Junkins. Is she fully on board with evil cars? Apparently, he's because he's like you. You two are heroes, <laughs> right? <laughs> it almost turns almost like cartoonish at the very end. It's he's, weird. Which, you, by the way, I gotta say, is very John Carpenter ish. He always has one of these scenes where it's like inexplicably goofy for no reason. Um, I, I, and I feel like that's that's what this is. Like Harry Dean Stanton, just like, well, what are you gonna do? Murder car. Yeah, murder car. You. Your heroes. Uh, they say a, a, a real hero would have saved Arnie, and they go to leave, and then wouldn't you know it, the camera just slowly trucks in, and you see some of the metal start to move itself. Bad to the bone starts up, cut to credits. Yep, there's your, that's there's it. your movie. So, Paul. All right. Yeah. Paul, I gotta know. Is this film rad? God, I, it's amazingly rad. Um, I, I love this movie. It was fun to watch. Um, it, it's creepy at times. Yeah, it's not like a super gory horror movie um, or shocking in any particular way, but I do think the acting is very well done. I do think it's it's really a well put, to, put together movie. There's some pacing stuff that needed to be explained, even though it is a two-hour movie. But yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it. Uh, I loved kind of going through it. I love seeing a passionate love story um, unfold on on the screen. Um, I'm a big, you know, uh, rom com fan. I, and, I uh, yeah, you're a big I love actually rom- fan. You, I, yeah, I mean, I I do love I, every I, Christmas. You wish more yeah. rom coms had murder cars. That's I mean, get on that, John Carpenter. But for me, it was a super rad movie. I loved it. Um, Greg, how about you, Paul? This is the rare movie where I say, "Is this movie rad?" Oh, oh, yeah, it is. It's incredibly <laughs> rad. Uh, is it a good movie? No, I don't really think it is. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, this is a weird Carpenter movie. And, and from what the very little that I've read, he made this right after The Thing, and The Thing bombed. And critics yeah, hated it. I knew that. It. He knew was that. in trouble, and he was like, you know what? I need money. And they're like, well, do you want to direct Christine? And he's like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. And he just took it as a job. It wasn't like a passion project or anything. Sure. It was sure. just, Now, John Carpenter is is one of these guys, if you hear him talk about directing, he's either very bad at explaining how good of a director he is, or he's just one of these guys who just knows how to direct and doesn't kind of know that he knows hey, Greg, you how good he is head. as a director. Because this movie is made very well. Just so you know. Um, the whole part about the the car that's on fire and everything, it's just, that is such a cool scene. Such a cool scene. And I gotta say, uh, yeah, I, the movie's okay. I didn't, it's fine. You know, it's a, a middling five out of ten maybe. But uh, man, is it rad. There's just there's too, too much stuff in it to be not rad hey guess what you can find us wherever podcasts are uh you can also find us on instagram on twitter on facebook uh what uh, myspace are we all decided we're all going to myspace we're all going to go back people keep joking about that even though it's owned by the fox corporation and i don't think exists i mean they keep joking about it but i'm not no let's not i don't know if killing your audience is the best way to go 
I, cigarette companies have been doing that for years, Paul. Worked out really well for them. It just has to be addictive enough and kill you slow enough that we can make the money. That's it. That's the podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. Toodles. problem is they aren't on twitter they don't exist oh you said that you've said that so you know what so you know what virgils i'm breaking up with you now we're gonna go after stewart's because you know who else has great root beer and cream soda and all sorts of great soda stewart's stewart's is great soda you can say that top tier look i top tier i mean by law i can't stop you from saying i'll tell you who if, if i could romance anyone jones soda oh jones soda Nice sour apple soda from Jones. Oh, delicious. Nope, there is no Virgil's uh, root beer on uh, yeah. Instagram either. No. The man We are exist. We are your only platform yeah. for fresh, up-and-coming. You know what? No. I don't know. We're going to have to think about this. I'll do tell we, you what I do know, do Paul. We, do we just, do we go hardcore back to Shasta? <laughs> Shasta. They had that killer weird theme song in the in the 80s we could drop in. Where it's oh like the weird God. voice. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Overall, I, uh, oh, cool. rad wait, movie, wait, wait. but oh, I wait, didn't wait, particularly wait. care you for know, Okay. We've gone this far. I have to... I, I got to drop another... another. Usually we do these at the beginning of the yeah. episode. We're hiding this drop one. A, We're hiding it in the end if you've made it this far. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. And look, I... You know, when you grow up, Things are tough. You do the best. My parents, they would always get soda from 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 Walmart. You know, Sam's Choice. Yeah. And, and I always said, I I, I convinced myself. I convinced myself, this is as good as genuine Coca Cola. And then I moved out, and I bought myself a twelve pack of Coca Cola. And I said, what was that swill <laughs> they served us? <laughs> because it is not. It is not Coca Cola. I vividly remember that, yeah. Greg. Wait a like, minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like we got all my parents. Like we got you a twenty-four pack of Sam's Choice. Will you keep it? Because <laughs> I'm not taking it. A twenty-four pack of Sam's Choice. Oh my you mean god. A twenty-four pack of childhood sadness. 